Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. This is the day, the Bud Light Little Blue Book Day, $311.10. You can enter by way of the Asher Record Service Company Life and Feedback. That's eleven fifty-nine tonight. You can also enter by way of the Southern Structural Solutions Bus Text Line. That's eleven fifty-nine tonight. You can email me, randyr at 1037thebuzz.com. That's 1159 tonight. Or you can call in at 501-661-1037. So there you have it, Trey. Now you know all of the rules. You know all the stipulations. And now it's time for Trey Biddy of hogsports.com to get his name into the Bud Light Little Blue Book. That I can't win. I don't know. I th- I think I would go downstairs and fight for you. Mm-hmm. I really would. <laughs> so I, okay. I, because I'm going to tell you, it's, it's this is a really difficult, it yep. really is a difficult contest. It is, and this is a a difficult line. I mean, 17 and a half, it's right on that, uh, that spot where you think, you know, a couple touchdowns and a field goal, right? So, um, mm-hmm. or three touchdowns. Uh, but to me... I just kind of got to go on history. I mean, I, I'm thinking a little bit like, you know, LSU, where they beat uh, Mississippi State by 27. They covered their spread by 17. So Arkansas on the other end <laughs> it was the opposite. Um, they lost, you know, by seven, and, and the spread was the other way. It was eight and a half, I think, at the time for Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So usually when it's something like that, just talking to – People who know more than me about about gambling and picking odds, uh, it tends to it te- tends to swing back. So I'm going to go with Ar- I think Arkansas's defense will play well enough. Um, the offense I think will probably have some pride, but I don't know if it's going to be enough uh, to beat LSU. And they've got a stout defense too. So I'm going to go with LSU 27, lower scoring than most people think, and Arkansas 17 in this one. And you told me the tiebreaker was uh, K.J. Jefferson net rushing yards. Yes, correct. So I will go. I mean, I think they'll probably get to him here and there. And, you know, there's been some talk about is he totally healthy. I don't think, I was looking back over it, I don't think K.J. has ever had a negative rushing performance. I think his lowest output was 12 carries for zero yards when he was a true freshman against LSU in 2019. So I'm going to go with... And I had 41 yards uh, the last time he played against LSU rushing. So I'm going to give him 39 rushing yards. Hmm. Yeah, you know, that's interesting. That's the second time we've had 39 yards uh, suggested mm-hmm. net yards rushing. So Yeah, well, the Florida State quarterback had 38 rushing yards. And KJ's maybe just a little, a little better runner. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've looked at all the, uh, the numbers that can, I think, <laughs> that can be crunched uh, for mm-hmm. this game, and and I mean the the what do you call it the metrics or the optics or whatever the term is. I mean it the numbers are 
far in favor of LSU from every aspect. And um, so, you know, it's almost like you could you could throw out. And I do. Uh, I, I mean, I realize they've had two punching bags the last. Well, I'm not sure I want to call Mississippi State a total punching bag, but uh, certainly the game before that was was a punching bag. Uh, after that Florida State game, so it's almost like trade. Do, do you almost get the feel that you can throw out that Florida State game on behalf of LSU and just say because they were so dominating the second half of that Florida State game? I mean, you you could have turned it off. They just they beat up LSU every which way possible. Florida State did. Clay Henry used to say, "You can't throw out games, Trey." <laughs> um, that's my Clay Henry. Uh, so, I don't know if you can just totally disregard the Florida State game. I mean, to me, LSU is surging, and, and maybe that provided a bit of a wake-up call for them. Um, so, I think you've maybe kind of got to account for that game as a little bit of the reason that they have taken off so much. Sometimes it's a wake-up call. Sometimes it's a red flag. You know, everything you mentioned on paper – I could do a Houston Nut impersonation. They don't play the game on paper, too. But um, Arkansas is going to show up in Baton Rouge. They're not just going to take the 17-and-a-half-point loss. They will They will be getting on the plane and, and heading down today. So, uh, But, yeah, I mean, when you look at the game just bouncing off the last outing, I'm not so sure, guys, that I wouldn't have rather played uh, Mississippi State last weekend uh, than BYU. They look like they're really struggling to adapt to their offense, and that's kind of what Arkansas is doing on the same end, it feels like. I think a big part of it is the offensive line. Just, I mean, how many times can we say you've got to have protection if you're going to play decent at quarterback, and, and Arkansas just hasn't had that. Let's see what they do to adjust this week. But uh, I don't know. that that Florida State, I think, is really good, first of all. And, I mean, that game is in Florida, right? And they play that at where the Dolphins play. I can't even remember the name of the stadium. But um, is that right? Or they play it where? Jacksonville. Where they play the game? I thought they played it in Tallahassee. Was it Tallahassee? I felt like the seats no, were blown. No, 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 no. They played in Orlando. Orlando. Okay. Orlando. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Florida yeah. State and LSU, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. So, uh, you know, it's kind of a road game for LSU in that sense. But, uh, man, I, I think Florida State's really good. And, um, yeah, they just outplayed LSU, but I think it was a bit of a wake-up call for him. It, uh, it was definitely one of those games where if you just watched the second half only, that is, that Florida State-LSU game, you thought, hmm, LSU's going to be terrible this year because they made them look bad. And uh, But that's now been, what, four weeks ago, so a long time ago. Let's talk with uh, Todd. Todd, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. You got a question or comment for Trey? Yes, sir. And I do have. I want to get in that little blue book too. But first of all, for Trey, has he seen a different demeanor this week by the coaches or the players, or has he got to see much action? No, you know we're limited to. You know, I think we 20 minutes on Tuesday. We got at 15 on Monday, so we're limited a little bit more on uh, the amount of time we get to watch practice. Uh, and to be honest, the noise was so awful, I, I could not stand being in there. It was hard to pay attention to everything that was going on. Uh, I don't know how they did. I hope that they practiced without it some because I can't imagine listening to that for two hours. And I don't know where they got the track for that, but, man, it was awful. Um, so, But as far as demeanor, no. I mean, like if you talked to them last week, different level. You know, different level of, of demeanor versus the week before. And, you know, they didn't play very well on offense. So I'm not so sure how much that, you know, means <laughs> in that sense. But, you know, I think that Arkansas has a good defense. I think that they have a couple of guys on there with something to prove in McLaughlin and, and Landon Jackson. And I'm sure that'll amp their play up. Um, you know, offensively, it's just. Offensively, it's just a matter of getting in sync. I think you probably maybe see them say, you know, all right, what does KJ do well? What do we know he does well in this? And we'll continue to work on the other stuff and maybe gear the offense a little bit more towards that. That's that's what I hope they do and avoid 14 penalties and avoid costly special teams errors. Those are the, those are going to be the secrets here. Yeah. I appreciate your thought, uh, Randy. I do want to get in that little boo book. All right. 
All right, I'm going to say uh, Trey just swayed me a little bit more. Uh, I'm going to say LSU, which it hurts me, but 44. Arkansas, 31. And I'm going to go a little bit higher. Uh, <clears throat> Jefferson, uh, 54 yards. 54. That's a All lot right. of points. Which way did I sway you? Uh Three more points for LSU. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thank yeah. You. I mean, you gotta have you gotta have everything. You know, it's amazing. Like you always, people always come out with five keys to victory and stuff. And I always just say, well, four of the keys are always going to be the same. You know, you're always gonna it's always going to be penalties, turnovers, special teams, and then your injury situation. Those are always going to play such a big factor in any game. And then it's. You know, it's a lot of times you can pick something else based on how the two teams are playing. And um, but, yeah, those those four things are in Arkansas. Are they going to get Devon Manuel back? I, I think it's probably unlikely on Rocket Sanders that they'll get him back. Um, you know, McLaughlin's supposed to be about close to 100. Um, percent You know, and he's obviously been playing, but he's been hampered a little bit by the turf toe. And you know, they talk about the hand injuries on the offensive line and KJ. Are those guys healed up? That's going to be a big part of it. Uh, penalties can't have 14 penalties against LSU. You'll get beat 75 to nothing. I mean, if you do that, if you make, if you're that undisciplined going to Baton Rouge, I mean, they will smoke you. Maybe not that much, but it'll be, it'll feel like it. I promise. And then, um, you know, turnovers are always going to be a big part of any game. Um, you know, and special teams can't have 10-yard punts. Just can't. Uh, Trey, I didn't. I, just listening as it was, I guess that was yesterday. Uh, I didn't realize Tank Booker had yeah. hurt his knee. I think knees is knees? how it was put okay. to me. Yeah, I saw him on the cycle uh, going into practice on Tuesday, um, and he missed he missed Monday also. But according to Pittman, they're just kind of I think resting him up, and he's going to be fine to go on Saturday. I didn't realize this had turned into such a uh, so-called issue. But this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Uh, This from the 870 says, Trey, why did Sam delete his Twitter? Mm -hmm. Well, probably tired of hearing all the stuff that was talked about. I mean, a lot of, you know, very personal attacks and stuff. Uh, I don't know that that's why he deleted it. You know, there's probably blocking out the outside noise. Um, I don't know if you can suspend your account temporarily and bring it back or what, but, I mean, you can't you can't be the only coach in the SEC without a Twitter account, obviously. So I'm guessing he just wanted to block out the noise. I don't know. I, I, you could also just ignore it, I guess. Hmm. Surprising that he did that. Yeah, I am too. I didn't realize that until today. Let's talk to. Well, he's going uh, to get asked about it. I mean, <laughs> so well, that's true. We'll we'll find out what he says. Steve, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, and I also want to get into the little book too. All right. And uh, Trey, you know, yesterday I was listening, and uh, what is your fear of playing freshman? It depends on the fr- it depends on the position. Well, the reason why I ask you that question, mm-hmm. you know, players all across the country, they're rated real high, like 30 and 20 and all that. They're four and five stars. Well, if mm-hmm. they're rated that high and they're good, put them out there. They could yeah, so, be a surprise. So a lot of times, you know, like say a freshman offensive lineman who is a five-star, a lot of times the difference in a five-star freshman offensive lineman is that they're physically developed and ready to go more so maybe. You know, a four-star usually got something that you say, well, he's not tall or he's not developed enough in his system or he played at a small school, those kinds of things. Um, You know, LSU has two offensive tackles that are true sophomores who started as true freshmen last year. Now they're top 50 nationally and top 100 nationally, kind of in that mold that you were talking about. Um, but Arkansas has played freshmen, obviously. I mean, they they have. Rocket Sanders played as a true freshman because he was good enough to play as a true freshman. Darren McFadden did. You know, when you've got studs, Jalen Braxton is the top recruit in the class, and he's playing a pretty good bit uh, in the secondary. Uh, T.J. Metcalf wasn't a five-star or anything or a four-star, but he was well-regarded, and he tends to be getting more and more action. You know, on the defensive line, 
you've got guys like Quincy Rhodes, who has a lot of upside, and, and Ian Drafford, who has a lot of upside. You're also pretty deep at those two spots. I don't personally feel comfortable with freshman safeties playing like a starting role. I just think they make enough mistakes. I feel the same with linebackers generally. Maybe until you get about mid-season or so with freshman linebackers, and everybody's different. You know, as good as Dre Greenlaw was as a freshman, uh, you know, he's fresh and All-American, all this stuff, he was a liability in a lot of cases. I mean, I always point to that Auburn game we talked about yesterday that went to three overtimes. Watch how often they run at Dre Greenlaw in that game, and then watch what Arkansas does on the play that messes them up. They, they shifted him out of that spot at the last minute, and they ran right to him, and somebody else made a big play there. And Dre Greenlaw ended up being a really good player. It's just different position to position, person to person. Um, a lot of times these guys, you know, on the offensive line, you need to cook a little bit. And I think that's, you know, what's going on with Shambly. He's a four-star. He's playing as a redshirt freshman. He's being asked to, you know, play as a left tackle, which is a difficult position. And as I've said since August, I just feel like he's about a year away, and I think that we see he's about a year away. It doesn't mean he's not going to be a good player one day, but he just needs a little bit more time. Okay. I see where you're coming from from that aspect. I guess due to the fact I was, I've been able to watch the SEC for a long time because I lived in Greenville, Mississippi, and WTBS at the time through the 70s, they showed the SEC, and I got to watch a lot of SEC football. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like I say, I've been keeping up with the SEC a long time. But anyway, right. Randy, uh, I was glad to hear Forest City Joe yesterday. Yes, sir. What a good to hear from him. And uh, I need to. I want to get into the little book this time because okay. last year I had a terrible time uh, with it. So I'm gonna try it one time, and then if it don't work, then I'm through for this year. <laughs> All right, fire away, Steve. As bad as I hate to say it, I'm going to go LSU 45, Arkansas 24, and I'm going to say KJ's going to have a net yard rushing of uh, 32 yards. 32 it is. All right, Steve. Thank you, my friend. Man, since I've been on here, I predicted the under, and the last two callers have gone way over the over. Let's see, 4431, that'd be 13. And then 4524, that's 21. So mm-hmm. let's talk with uh, Justin. Justin, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yes, I do. Hello, guys. First, I want to get Blue Book. Okay. Um, I got 4442, uh, 88 uh, rushing yards for KJ. 88? I hate to ask you, but uh, who is the 44? We are. Okay, Arkansas. All right. Arkansas, yes, sir. And that's 44, 42, 88 net yards rushing for K.J. Jefferson. Yeah, I'm feeling a double overtime game. There you go. Uh, Your question for... I'm sorry. I hope hope that I'm in... I'll be in attendance. I hope that is the game that I get to see. I would love that. Trey, it's a pleasure for me to be on the radio with you. I love when you uh, are on every day. Thanks. Um, and I enjoy the walking talks as well. Um, my comment, that. though, is... Uh, yeah, you're welcome. My comment is uh, people are upset about the uh, going forward on a fourth and a half a yard and wanting us to punt because the analytics say to uh, say we shouldn't. My problem with that is, is we've got uh, Max Fletcher kicking ten yard kicks. <laughs> yeah. um, I would rather have a stuffed on at midfield than a ten yard punt out of bounds. Yeah, uh, I it's, disagree. Now with he the did punt pretty but, well on the other ones, but you're right. I mean, I, I've thought about that too. Like, you know, he goes up there and and I'm saying punt the whole time. You know, and yeah, ob- yeah. absolutely the possibility for a ten twenty yard shank is there. Yeah, once every five kicks, it seems. Yeah. But anyway, go Hogs. I love you guys. Thank you. Have a good night. Guys, I would love a shootout at night in Death Valley. That would be... You mean like 35 to 31? 
Well, what he said, forty-four, forty-two, that'd be fine. I'd yeah, take that okay. in a heartbeat. Um, I mean, I, I would be. We'd all be talking about the defense isn't as good as we thought it was going to be, and all that <laughs> stuff. But um, the offense is back on track. If they could just get them both together, you know, who knows? That's what we'd be talking about. But guys, you know how long it's been since I have witnessed a road victory. So I go to most. I go to most road games. Not all of them. I like to hang back and watch them on TV. I've already sworn off Auburn. You guys know that. Flying yes. into Atlanta. You could have seen a road hours. victory there last year. Right. I could have, oh, but I didn't no. because I'm not flying into Atlanta, driving two hours to Auburn just to sit in the worst seat in college football in that awful press box. So I've sworn them <laughs> off. Um, you know, I, I even missed the the Ole Miss game. Arkansas had a couple of tough losses, and I was like, I'm not going to the Ole Miss game. Uh, I missed the Ole Miss game in 2017, which was Arkansas's last SEC win in a, in a long stretch. So the last time that I witnessed an Arkansas road win, not including bowl games, I've got a solid 7-4 and four record at Arkansas bowl games, not including wow. neutral site games. I've been to all the, the Southwest Classic games. But the last true regular season road game where I witnessed a win was 2016. That's a lot of heartache wow. and a lot of tra- exhausted working road trip traveling. Wow. 2016, it was, I can't remember if it was the Mississippi State game, which was later in the year, because I've been to Starkville several times. I know I was at the, uh, the TCU game, because that was my first time to go there, so and that's the only time they played there recently. So I know I was at that game, and I can't remember if I was at the Starkville game or not. I think I was. So that's, um, yeah, it's been a while, <laughs> 2016, since I have walked out of a regular season game, um, you know, think, with with an Arkansas win. Been been it's been a long time. You're paying your dues, my friend. You're and I'll paying. be there Saturday. I'm not a curse, though, people. I'm not a curse. <laughs> I've got a seven and four bowl record. Okay. So it's not my fault. I'm just, wow. I'm just the subject of uh, of all this stuff happening. <laughs> so, All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy of hogsports.com. Being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. Your home for Dallas Cowboys football is 103.7 The Buzz. Presented by Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. America's team on your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. When it comes to tailgating this football season, Edwards Food Giant is your MVP when it comes to a hassle-free tailgate party. Pulled pork smoked to perfection, along with an ultimate lineup of sides and essentials that'll make your taste buds cheer and your tailgate setup a breeze. The Edwards team also features even more delicious meats like chicken, brisket, ribs, and smoked sausage, all straight from their own smokehouse. And it can all be found by clicking edwardsfoodgiant.com or by visiting your local Edwards Food Giant store. Edwards Food Giant is your MVP. edwardsfoodgiant.com It's tailgate season and Slim Chickens has you covered with tailgate trays featuring 100% all natural hand breaded tenders and perfectly fried wings plus all the fixings for the ultimate tailgate win. Kick off with special pricing through September 30th. Get 25 tenders for just $29 or 20 wings for only $25. Slim's for the win. Tailgate season official sponsor. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. Hi folks, it's Chris Zender here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. When you're in the market for a new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram, we hope you give us a chance to earn your business. Here's some things to consider. Fletcher Dodge has been family-owned dealer here in Sherwood for over 25 years. We know how to take care of our customers to keep them coming back. Every Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealer pays the same price for their vehicles. It's the dealer that makes the difference. We'll give you the best deal up front. No haggling, no arguing. We make it easy to buy a new vehicle. And we'll pay you more for your trade-in. Compare our deal to anybody's and you'll buy from us. Come see us today for the deal of a lifetime on new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram. At Frank Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. We want to be your dealer for life. Shop Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Just tell us what you're looking for and we'll make you a deal. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that. 
which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See shelter agent Richard Yeager in Little Rock or Todd Martin or Seth Boyd in Jacksonville. It's Kayak Chaos at Arts Marine. Pick your perfect kayak from their large inventory and start exploring the natural state. Right now, get 20% off feel-free kayaks. We also slash prices on Moken 10 and Lure 10 kayaks. Your granddaddy trusted Arts Marine, so should you. Southern Four Coating presents the Zone Rewind. Tune in Fridays when Justin and Wes discuss their best moments, sound bites, and interviews of the week. Ready to transform your patio, porch, or pool deck? Call the pros at Southern Four Coating. Find them online at southernfourcoating.com. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Thanks for being part of today's program. Do you want to remind you again, the Bud Light Little Blue Book is wide open, $311.10. By now, you should know all the different ways you can enter. We'll just refresh you real quick. The Buzz text line, live in feedback. Uh, you can email me at randyart1037thebuzz.com and you can also just call in and uh tiebreaker net yards rushing now i've been trying to decide what for dinner tonight carrie is gone so i'm trying to think of what i want for dinner and this just keeps jumping off the page at me and that is the Riverfront Steakhouse actually be dinner for one, but it's technically dinner for two. I want to let me go through the uh, Riverfront Salad Bar line about three times, because I like to go through two times, so I might as well go for Carrie. Uh, then I get all, all, all of the filet, the 10-ounce filet, and I probably would not need to order extra of uh, the four famous Frank Fletcher fried shrimp. I probably can make it on four. And uh, then I'll pick my two sides. No doubt I'll go with the NFL-sized baked potato. Uh, then, man, I do like uh, mashed potatoes. I think, why not go, I mean, I'll get all that starch. Uh, mashed potatoes. And I'll have them cook it red cool center which is better known as rare done done deal that's dinner for two for 60 bucks Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock William or Shapur give him a call make your reservation I'll make my reservation 501-371-9000 that is the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock in the Wyndham Hotel. Hope to see you there. Now joined by our NFL agent and guru, better known as Chris Turnage. What's up, Chris? Hey, guys. Boy, there's so much going on right now, aren't there? Okay, first of all, Dallas loses its quarterback, Trevon Diggs. They're, they're a great defense. How does that affect their defense? Have they got a replacement for him? You know, I will say this. It, it does affect their defense, absolutely. I mean, you have Gilmore on one side, who's a former NFL Defensive Player of the Year, um, and so Diggs is able to help man that other side. However, they drafted uh, very well there last year. Uh, they got a kid out of Fresno State, I believe, in the fifth round, um, who has exceeded expectations. He's been playing some nickel for him, so they could move him out. Um, but it, it absolutely you know, is going to have some impact um, You know, when you lose at that position. And so um, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens um, in terms of if they do try to move somebody from inside to outside and then put somebody new at nickel, um, or if they just put somebody new, you know, on the outside. I don't I don't think they're going to go make any 
crazy acquisitions or anything just yet. Um, you know, I, I think you're going to see them go through a week or two, see how it looks, and then if they need to address it, um, they might go try to try to pick up a, a veteran or somebody. But th- there's there's not that impact veteran on the street that would come in and make an immediate impact. So it is a that is a, a big a big big deal. It's somebody that you definitely don't want to lose. Could this alter their guarantee for the Super Bowl this year? <laughs> Uh, you know, I, in their minds, I'm sure Jerry Jones uh, is not altering that. Um, I do think they're still a Super Bowl contender, um, but I, I do think it absolutely is going to is going to show up some on that defense a little bit. Okay, for those of us who don't follow the Chicago Bears as closely as Todd Curtis, what is the deal with Justin Fields? Everywhere I'm reading, is, is it him or is the team? Is he finger point? What is this? You know, it was interesting yesterday. He had the press conference and talked about, you know, they're letting him make him be a statue and then came back and had a second press conference and said, no, I'm not blaming anybody. I'll take responsibility. Um, I don't know if that was the result of an agent or a PR person telling him, hey, you got to go correct this. Um, it, it is really interesting. He definitely, you know, last year it looked like he was progressing. He was making strides to becoming a really effective um, quarterback, especially towards the end of the season. You know, he's running for 100 yards a game. He's passing passing got much more efficient um it has looked like he's regressed this year so far um and so there, there is concern there um there is definite concern um you've got matt eberflus the head coach who's now going to be calling the defense he used to be a defensive coordinator but that obviously takes more of his time away without you know being on the offense being around both sides of the ball and so um it, it's a it's a quandary right now for chicago bears fans um, and chicago bears team to figure out you know, hey, let's let's. How can we get this guy going? Okay, and then another guy you're wondering is Deshaun Watson. He, I know he missed time. Now he comes back and he's pretty average at best. Is is he going to get better? I, the Cleveland hopes so. Certainly, um, you know, it, it's he's another interesting case. Obviously, he was out for a while, but he got back in towards after he was not good at all. And, you know, to your point, Rick, I think I think that's exactly the right words. He's average at best right now. Um, I do think he'll get better. Can he, you know, regain form as one of the top top seven, eight quarterbacks in the league? I don't know. I've never been a huge, huge Deshaun Watson fan, even before all the incident. But um, there is, there is, I think, some quiet concern out there because of the contract they gave him, but that's fully guaranteed. So they can't walk away after a year or two like like uh, some other teams, you know, with their quarterback situation could. Two hundred and thirty million. Dollar wow. guarantee, Goodness if I remember gracious. correctly. Oh yes, it's yeah, ridiculous. Right, it is ridiculous. Yep. It's amazing. Okay, so have they got a? Um, is Baker Mayfield guarding the stadium at Tampa, or, or is that why he's playing so well for them? Uh, he might he might have moved there, you know, in the stadium. Uh, that they might be shooting a new <laughs> commercial there um, for his uh, his new home. But um, he is actually, yeah, he's he's uh, showing some rejuvenation and and giving Tampa Bay fans hope um, that he's he's uh you know actually has has now that defense is really good but he has Tampa as, as at least a contender in their division right now nobody thought that would be the case obviously very early but uh, people at least uh, were going to ride off uh, Tampa and so he's he's doing a great job right now okay I got two more questions one Jason Peters 41 years old signs with Seattle is he helping? Will he help them? I mean, is he in that kind of shape? Is he good enough to play again a year? You know, I, I'm a huge Jason Peters fan, but I, I don't know that he's got it in his tank to still be, uh, you know, uh, an impact player um, for them. Obviously, they're relying on experience um, and you know the the wiliness of a veteran as opposed to just athletic ability. But at that age, um, you know, things obviously start to go and I, I don't I don't see him being an impact player but maybe Seattle has you know obviously seen more than I have so I, again I'm a big Jason Peters fan I, I do think it'll be hard to make an impact um, at that age okay my last question <laughs> is Travis Kelsey really dating Taylor Swift oh my goodness <laughs> I, you wait a, a minute <laughs> wait a minute that came from Rick Schaefer <laughs> I, That's I, I a hot story. I didn't even know if you knew who she was. Oh, Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows who she is, sure, including Travis Kelsey. Is, it, is this just kind of a Twitter deal, or is this a real interest? 
Well, allegedly they talked on the phone a couple times this, this week, so uh, we'll see yeah. where it goes. Uh, I'll actually be at the Kansas City game this weekend. Maybe I'll see if, uh, if Taylor's in the stands, and I'll report back next week to you guys. She was watching. Hey, if she's there, she won't be in the stands. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're exactly right. Yeah. Um, she will be in the, oh. in the suite somewhere if she's there. I can't believe you asked that question. You can't? Right? No. Hey, it's all over the sports. It's all over the news. It's all over oh, everywhere, right? Goodness. Huh? That is. Uh, Chris, that was unbelievable that he asked that question. Because <laughs> I can't believe he asked that question. All right, Chris. I, I agree. I agree. Hey, in the words of Taylor Swift, to take it off. You know? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Chris, you want to get into the Bud Light Little Blue Book this week? Uh, sure, sure. Um, I will say this. I think Arkansas is going to play better against LSU than most people maybe think. Um, I'm going to go with LSU in a close one. Um, I'm going to say 31-27 um, LSU. But I do think Arkansas is going to play well um, and have a chance to win. I, I just I, I just feel like that LSU is, is a good team, but I feel like um, some of Arkansas' strengths will match up well. And I know some people say Arkansas doesn't have any strengths after last week, but um, I do think they – they they match up well in in some regards uh, with that, and so going for a close game, thirty one twenty seven. Um, and then what did you say the tiebreaker was? Randy? It is net, net yards rushing for KJ Jefferson. Net rushing yards for KJ. Uh, I think he's probably going to get sacked a little bit, unfortunately, which would uh, subtract from that. But sure. I'm going to say fifty eight. Fifty eight. It is okay. Uh, let's see. Chris has been holding the longest. We. Well, he was there, but now he's not there. Let's talk to Cap. Okay. Both gone. That was easy. That was easy. Uh, well, they got their Taylor Swift. They were going to ask about Taylor Swift, <laughs> and they got it in, so they, they hung up. Uh, wow, you and Rick, y'all on top of your game today. <laughs> um, i got to ask you about this game tonight with Barkley out. I mean, that just makes the odds even tougher Uh for the Giants, who, I mean, they're struggling offensively, and yet here they are with the chance to knock off Mighty San Fran. Do you see much of a game tonight, Chris? I mean, I'll say this. I, I don't. On paper, it should be a route. I mean, the Giants are missing two offensive linemen, Saquon Barkley, to help take pressure mm-hmm. off of Daniel Jones. Um, they're missing a key piece on defense. On paper, in my belief, I feel like it's going to be a, a route, um, and San Fran's going to going to come out strong and 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 put it to them. However, I, I do say the NFL is always funny like that when when it looks like it's going to be a, a blowout and crazy. You, you see the other team hang around or or sometimes win just because there is such parity usually in the NFL. Um, but but for me, I, I do think San Francisco is going to roll. Um, they're they're clicking right now. Brock Purdy's looking good. Now San Francisco is going to be without IU. Um, the receiver who's really come on on the outside for them. So I think you're going to see, you know, more George Kittle, um, more Debo Samuel there. But uh, I, I think San Francisco is going to take care of business. Now, I'm not going to ask you to name your top five NFL quarterbacks. I'm going to read you off CBS Sports. They had this today. I get their newsletter. This is their top five quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes at number one, no surprise. Tua Tungvaleva. At number two, Brock Purdy at number three. Number four is Jordan Love. And number five is Josh Allen. I think whoever did this must have been drinking. How in the world do you have Jordan Love at number four? And I'm really surprised Brock Purdy at number three. Now, is that is that list saying just so far throughout the season or just saying the best quarterback period? This is, I don't have his last name, but this is Cody's. Top five. That's how he listed his top five. Wow. Now, realize this is one person's opinion, but I'm surprised that, wow, you'd have Purdy and you'd have Jordan Love in the top five. But, okay. All right, hang on, Chris. We got to take a break. Drive Time Sports will continue. Roger Scott is warming up those vocal cords to bring you the Razorback Song of the Week on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Dr. Jimmy Tucker at Ortho, Arkansas and 103.7 The Buzz. I know the last three years people have got accustomed to paying sticker price for a brand new vehicle. Well, it's not that way anymore at Red River Ram. 
If you're looking for a new Ram truck, we've got heavy-duty four-wheel drive trucks starting at $49.5 or up to $12,000 off sticker price for a Cummins diesel. And we've got $11,000 off Ram 1500 Bighorn four-wheel drive trucks. If you want the best selection and the best buying experience, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs. Now during Ram Power Days. The board-certified, fellowship-trained physicians at Martin Orthopedics provide complete care for students, adults, and athletes. At Martin Orthopedics, the surgeons and staff pay exceptional attention to every patient's needs. When you go to Martin Orthopedics, every member of the team aims to help patients return to their normal daily activities or playing the sport they love without pain. Whether it's your knee, hip, or shoulder, the physicians at Martin Orthopedics stand ready to assist. For more information or to set up your consultation online, go to Martin Orthopedics. Hey, it's Howie from Robert Irwin Jewelers, and I'm excited to announce that we've got our second location in the area now open in the Pleasant Ridge Town Center in Little Rock. If you're looking for an engagement ring, come check out the meant-to-be guarantee. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers or online at rijewelers.com. What needs Chevrolet in Jacksonville is going beyond the competition to change your current vehicle situation with Guatney's exclusive loan and lease termination program. I need your current payment, your keys, and your signature. Call 501-982-2102 and say hasta la vista to your current ride and payment with the help of Guatney's loan and lease termination program. Regardless of your current financial situation, I swear I will approve everyone. Rates as low is 0% on new Chevrolets. Trade now and terminate your payments until 2024. Get to Guatney now. The loan and lease termination program is this month only at Guatney Chevrolet. 1301 TPY Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. GuatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offers with approved credit. All voices are impersonators, but Guatney's the real thing. Shop Guatney Chevrolet once and you'll be back. Bank OZK has always strived for excellence. During every economic storm, through every season of hardship, and despite every obstacle, we've reached for greater. Because we know to achieve excellence, you've got to keep pushing, keep building, keep growing, and just keep going. At Bank OZK, we're reaching for greater heights so you can be greater than you can imagine. Visit a branch or OZK.com today. Bank OZK. Greater awaits. Member FDIC. Join Drive Time Sports each weekday for the Trey Biddy Report, brought to you by Asher Recker and Recovery. Find out the latest on the Razorback recruits and all the D1 prospects in the state each weekday. It's the Trey Biddy Report on Drive Time Sports, presented by Asher Recker and Recovery. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Drive Time Sports, tapped with refreshing sports opinion on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be rejoined by Chris Turnage, our NFL agent and guru. Double B's is where you gas it, grab it, and go. As you are preparing for maybe this long weekend ahead of us, and I say long, it to me it starts tomorrow because of high school football. Then we've got college football. Then we've got NFL football uh, as we progress throughout the weekend. So be sure, head to your local Double B's, check out all of the items that are on special for September. And that includes Doritos, Cheetos, Lace products. Then you've got the uh, Old Trapper beef sticks. The two ounce, regular $4.19. The four ounce traditional style beef, $11.99. The 10 ounce traditional style beef jerky, $23.99. And then there is the assorted little Debbie products such as honey buns, fudge rounds, oatmeal cream pie, strawberry shortcake, chocolate chip cream pie. One dollar. Yeah, one dollar. So you got you gotta load up. Gotta load up for the weekend starting again tomorrow, then Saturday, 
and Sunday. You'll find all these great specials. Where? At Double B's. Where you gas it, grab it, and go. Make it Double B's. And joined again by our NFL agent and guru, Chris Turnage. Uh, Chris, we have, that is, Little Rock Tours, along with 103.7 The Buzz, is offering a Southwest Classic package to Dallas for two people. Two tickets, hotel room for two nights, and round-trip transportation. We're also kicking in $103.70. So, in the 6 o'clock hour, we will see if we can get one more qualifier for our trip. And I warn you in advance, Rick has come up with a, I think, some very good, uh, a very good trivia question. So, I'm anxious for... Uh, to hear how that that goes coming that'd be up great that'd be a great trip and uh would be uh, definitely worthwhile so yeah hopefully the trivia question is good and uh have a lot of a lot of interest yeah yeah there you go all right let's uh talk with david david good afternoon welcome to drive time sports how you doing randy doing great david thank you i love the show and listen to y'all every day coming in from work thank uh, you but i'm gonna almost mimic what the last guy did, but only I'm going to still go with the Hogs. I can't go against them. So I'm going to say uh, 31-27 Razorback and 58 was his number. Yeah. That's the year I was born. I got to stick with him on that one. Uh, but love, love y'all's show. Appreciate it. Thank you, David. That's interesting. Okay. Hey, I would think I would be wrong if David is right. I'd be I'd be thrilled if that was the scenario. I'll take it. Does the NFL do they do? I'm not sure what you would call updates or um, does they give any kind of feedback throughout the season? Let's take KJ as an example. Do they give an a, a, like a early season grade on how they're seeing he's performing? And then maybe mid-season and then end of the season. Do they do that kind of stuff? Yeah, so the, what they do mainly is that there's there's two scouting services. One's called National and one the other's called Blesto. And almost every team is a member of one or the other. Um, there's four teams that aren't. Um, but And what that does, like if a national scout comes in, University of Arkansas, for example, he measures KJ. He would send that out to all the national teams and say, hey, this is what I've got. This is my initial grade. The same thing with the Blesto teams. And so there's really two grades, one preseason and one at the end of the season that are the official grades. But what they do is each scouting service, National and Blesto, will send updates um, throughout the season. So if somebody starts playing well or a transfer they didn't know, all of a sudden it's playing well. So the grade doesn't officially change, uh, but it'll, it'll say, hey, you know, this guy's arrow is up, um, need to look at him whatever the case might be. So now certain teams might bump up a player in their grading system, but as far as kind of those those uh, global nas- global grades, the bigger grades, they will only change officially at the beginning and the end, but we'll have those updates where it's players going up or, hey, this player's playing horrible. Um, we're going to move him down, um, you know, once the final grade comes. So you do get those starting in October. They actually have weekly updates to each one of those scouting service reports. I started saying because I've seen probably two to three, if not, I'm not sure much more than three, scouts uh, representing different NFL teams at Arkansas games. I know they were stopping by, I'm gathering, from when fall camp opened uh, all the way up until, I guess, they got into the game week preparation. But scouts, again, were attending Arkansas's practices. So I was just wondering if that was one of those things that was like a constant ongoing thing or not. Yeah, and there's probably been, you know, probably 30 or 32 teams go through at this point. Um, and then you'll see a lot at the Texas A&M game. You might not see them, but there'll be a lot at the at the Southwest Classic. There'll be a lot at the LSU game because they get to see both sides of the ball where there's a lot of talent typically. And so um, you'll see generally, I bet, bet you there's double-digit scouts at the LSU game. Um, you know, because of both LSU and Arkansas. I think I'd be watching just one player for LSU, Harold Perkins. 
you, you don't need to watch him too much. You can make a decision pretty quick on him and, and say, hey, this, this guy's legit. He, wow. He, he is really good. He is really good, yeah. Just a sophomore. That's what's scary. Let's talk exactly. to Mike. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll go in the portal and come to Arkansas like Landon Jackson <laughs> yeah, did. Exactly. I love that idea, Chris. <laughs> Mike, good afternoon. How y'all doing today, Randy Rick? Doing Chris. great. Thank good. you. Getting your little blue book. Uh, I'm going to uh, along with everybody else, I'm, but I'm going to take Arkansas 37-31. Uh, 78 yards. All right. So we need to get KJ back to what he was doing last year. And uh, some of this, I don't know what's going on, but I think he ain't catching on the offense as quick as he had. More years with the other guy. But I think he can snap out of it. They just let him have the ball and let him run a little more. I don't think there's anything in your playbook that uh, you should hold off this week against LSU. There's there's no reason to hide anything or anybody any longer. Turn it loose. I agree. I agree. And uh, if we get another fourth and inches, put him under the center and let him go. <laughs> okay, Mike. Anyway, y'all have a good night. Thank you, buddy. Chris, have you ever seen a greater play? I mean, I know – we all love to debate certain plays uh, in any game. But, uh, you know, to have it stop once, they were getting ready to do it again. Hmm. Unfortunately, they had movement. Well, fortunately, they had movement uh, in the Arkansas line. They had to kick a field goal. But, good gracious, fourth and a half a yard, if it was that much. I, you know, like everybody's been saying, I mean, even in the NFL, sometimes occasionally you see somebody do this where they're lining up in shotgun, you know, on fourth down and they're doing a quarterback sneak or something. They need to study the Eagles, watch what Jalen Hurts does in that rugby scrum that they do, put KJ under center and, and line up and push him forward. I, I, I don't see how that could be stopped. The Eagles are, I think, perfect on that on fourth and one. Um, you know, and the NFL almost outlawed that play because of that. And so... I, I agree. Uh, just just put him under center. Let him let him you know pull through and have somebody push from the back and, and see what happens. Um, yeah, it it, uh, it was it was perplexing for sure, Randy. I think I'd get Gaffard. I think that's how they say his name. He's like three eighty. Emerian. I don't know how much he is. Harris. He may be three thirty, three forty. Line him up as split backs behind KJ. And the moment the ball snapped. One shoulder pad gets one cheek. The other shoulder pad gets the other cheek. I think they can get a half a yard. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I, I'm I'm down for that. Let's put it in the playbook. <laughs> Call Dan and, and tell him that, Randy. Draw it up and tell him. I mean, Bo Limmer might even get the first down. They'll be pushing him <laughs> so far downfield. All right, Chris, have a great rest of the day and uh, the weekend. We look forward to talking with you next week. See you guys. That is Chris Turnage, our NFL agent and guru. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Hour number three, straight ahead. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Harvard astronomer Avi Loeb has been searching for extraterrestrial life and has been called the world's leading alien hunter. He's pretty outspoken and obnoxious about it, despite having scant evidence that E.T. is actually out there. Two-thirds of the American public believes there is extraterrestrial life, 